it's been two weeks now since my wife and I welcomed our second daughter to our family. Um, and I've wanted to do two videos uh, about the whole experience, especially given the timing of everything and how crazy it's been with coronavirus going on and, and people reaching out asking what it was like to be in the hospital during this pandemic. Um, I wanted to go through a few tips or, or just approaches that we took in preparing for and actually um, using while we were at the hospital um, giving birth to to our new daughter uh, who was born on the 30th. So uh, if you're having a baby the next days, weeks, months, if you know somebody that is, feel free to, to pass this along. And if anything I don't cover that's on your mind, feel free to reach out to me directly and ask. I'm happy to, to talk to you about it. So uh, number one, first and foremost, the process leading up to actually going to the hospital. So for a few weeks before, uh, my wife and I, when we would go to her regular appointments, uh, we would start asking very specific questions as it pertained to coronavirus. Uh, and I would encourage you to ask either similar questions or find the comfort in asking questions that are on your mind that you feel more comfortable asking your doctor or their staff than you would maybe at a hospital. Um, so number one, we would constantly ask week over week the current state of the hospital we were going to. Any rule changes, anything we should be aware of, any loss of staff due to, to corona. The other question we would ask them at their office was have they themselves lost any staff to corona so their admin staff their nursing staff or the doctors themselves um, don't worry about catching them off guard they're getting these questions all the time and they will truthfully answer you or give you answers that will tell you basically what's going on at the office um, and you'll hear everything from so-and-so had a cold we sent them home um, so-and-so was just didn't want to come to work they were worried so we're operating the lower staff and they'll even tell you crazy stories of patients coming in, either trying to hide their symptoms or even bragging about having symptoms but being okay now and causing just, just chaos in the office. The next thing is, is once we went to the hospital. Um, so this is, our, this is our second baby. So we learned a little bit from the first one uh, just in terms of the process. But I will tell you that going to the hospital right now for anything uh, let alone giving birth, you, you just don't want to be there and you definitely don't want to be in any common areas or admin areas longer than you have to be. So what I would encourage everybody to do is be as prepared as possible with all the information you know you're going to have to have just to check in. So uh, tell you about our, our, our situation. So my wife went into labor around, around 2.30 in the morning that Monday morning. We stood home as long as we could because our doctor said, stay home as long as you can. You don't want to come in unless you're really in labor. Um, ours was past our due date, so even when we called, they said, if you come in, we're not going to send you home, so you can come in when you're ready. By the time we got there, you know, it was early in the morning. Roads were empty. Parking lots were empty. We got right there right away. And luckily, because of the time of day, the hospital was empty, you know, even more so than having to be basically on lockdown. The hospital was empty because there was no planned C-sections, there was no, no staff there. It was basically just the night crew that was still there. But when we got there, you still have to check in. You still have to go through the process. So what does that mean? My wife is in labor. Contractions are fast and they're intense. They're, they're coming very frequently and they're, they're intense. She's in no condition, both physically and mentally, to start signing paperwork and answering questions. So. I had to be prepared to do that, and again, 
we wanted to be out of that common room as quickly as possible and into the care of our doctors in what, what we assumed was a, a sterilized room. So what, what do you need to have on hand? Um, for me, it was having my wife's license right, right on hand, our insurance card, our own pen, because we, again, we didn't even want to touch other people's pens. We had our own pen. We had all of the hospital paperwork for both her maternity, disability, all those things, as well as our check-in paperwork from our GYN with us in case we needed it. We didn't need it at that point. And then we needed to know things like obvious things, uh, date of birth, medical history, allergies, doctor, doctor phone number, pediatrician, pediatrician's phone number. These are all things you're going to have to have handy because if you don't even if you don't need them immediately when you first check in, you're going to need them very soon after as you start meeting your nurses and the staff and, and they need to understand who they're taking care of and who this baby is ultimately going to be taking care of once it's delivered. So the third tip I would say is don't be afraid and don't feel bad about asking a lot of questions. For, for, for everyone that knows me personally, you know that I ask a ton of questions. It's like a generational thing in my family. We just ask questions. We, we soak up as much knowledge as possible. And if, if people understand that about us, they're okay with that. Some people aren't always okay with that. But ask a lot of questions. Um, but do so in a very kind and understanding way and make sure the person you're asking knows you're not um, accusing them of anything or you're not being aggressive or, or interrogating them at all. But the questions you're going to want to ask, because these are the questions that I asked a ton of, were, is, are things clean? Can I use this? So we got to the hospital, and they brought out a wheelchair. Okay, when was this wheelchair sterilized last? And even though these questions are obvious, um, they will understand why you're asking, and you will have more peace of mind with just them responding five minutes ago before I gave it to you. Um, they, the, the hospital staff, again, we'll get to this in a minute, is doing an amazing job of keeping things not only running as usual, but making sure incoming patients, for especially things like um, welcoming new babies, feel comfortable and see the, the, the diligence they're doing in terms of cleanliness and sanitation, not only for the patients, but for themselves as well. So don't be afraid to ask questions around what's clean and what's not. Um, to give you an idea of what we what we were doing and what I was asking, I was like crazy husband and dad for a day and a half. Um, I asked everything from, has the table been wiped down? Have the sheets been changed? Is this are beds being shared between maternity and emergency? I mean, literally, you have to think about these things. Are beds from the emergency room being traded with beds from maternity and vice versa because of just volume of patients on on either day? Um, every answer I got. Was, was not only acceptable, but, but that made us feel a lot better. Uh, the other types of questions you may want to ask is as you meet the staff, nurses, doctors, residents, um, again, people who come to, to take garbage out of the room, people who come to deliver your food, don't be surprised if some of them are wearing gloves and some aren't. Um, everyone is wearing masks. I will be shocked if by this point you don't see everybody wearing a mask, but some of them have them down. Some of them are walking in the hallway with them down, they put them up and they come in the room. Um, so just pay attention to how they're handling themselves and making sure if they're not wearing gloves, they're uh, washing their hands. If they enter your room with gloves on, are they throwing them out and putting new gloves on? Uh, because exposure is exposure. Um, and even though the assumption is on the side of the hospital you're on, there's, there's very limited if no, if no exposure at all, you're still gonna be mindful of all this stuff. For example, we had 
some technicians come into our room after the baby was born that didn't have gloves, but 10 minutes later, somebody came in with gloves. And I just asked, like, hey, why, you know, why are some people wearing, why are some people not? And again, their answers were fine. Their answers were, listen, I'd rather work without gloves, but as you saw, I Purelled my hands coming in the door. I washed my hands before I came to you. I checked you. I rewashed my hands and Purelled on the way out. So these are the types of things you'll see. Um, but don't be afraid of, of asking questions. Number four, uh, we did. It's up to you. Bring your own food. So for several reasons. One, hospital food sucks. It's not any better when you're when you're having a baby. So so bring your own food for sure. Uh, two, you don't know who's preparing your food. You don't know what it's prepared in. So we brought our own uh, knives, forks, plates. We brought our own snacks. We brought our own peanut butter and jelly, um, water, Snapple, all of our beverages, our own coffee cups. Um, and we were actually taking things that we were getting from the staff and pouring it into our own cups and putting it into our own plates. Whether we had to or not, I don't know, but we did. Um, the other reason I, I encourage you to bring your own food is because going to the cafeteria is not going to be an option. You're not going to want to go. They're not going to want you to go. And if you were to go, you just see you're basically in a giant common area that's exposed to the entire hospital. And it's not, it's probably not a maternity cafeteria. So definitely bring your own food. Um, last real tip is take everything with you. So when you have a baby, I don't know if you've, if you've had a baby before, you get your own little temporary bassinet, this little plastic bucket on top of a, basically a rolling draw. In that drawer, diapers, onesies, swaddles, uh, wipes, things to bathe the baby in for the first week or two. Take all of that. So I got that advice before my first baby came from my cousin. She said, take everything with you. It's yours. Take it. So take all that with you. But then make sure you're asking for stuff you know you need. So the nurses at the hospital are there to help you. We explained to them very honestly, listen, the drugstores and the supermarkets have been raided. It's hard to find diapers, and we we do uh, uh, breast and bottle feed, so we do both. We do, we supplement with with formula when we need to. We said we can't find formula anywhere. Um, we asked if we can have some from the hospital, and they did. They basically loaded. They gave us a bag full of diapers and formula, and said, "Take this home. It'll get you through a couple of days, and at least let's give you time to find what you need." So we we've been using the swaddles and the little. Uh, little onesies that they give you uh, since we got home because it's just so easy to get the baby in and out of and change them that you do so much in the first couple of weeks. The last thing I'll say is in regards to the staff. So there are two things that, these aren't tips, these are just more of like things to be mindful of with the, with the staff. Number one, um, be really nice to the staff, everyone you come in contact with. These people are working so hard under extreme uh, circumstances that they're just they're stressed out you see it on them they're physically stressed they're mentally stressed they're tired and they're just they're really working hard and they do so every new patient they see every time they come into your room every time you see a new face you see that they're trying to do their best and not everybody is and we ran into a couple people that just wanted to go home and we saw that in their work um, and that that is what it is but for the most part the staff there was unbelievable. Everyone from the nurse that greets you in the beginning to um, security guards, to people that transfer you from a room, to obviously the nurses, the residents, the doctors, the pediatricians, the technicians, everyone. Amazing. And you can have some really good conversations with people 
uh, by just being nice and just showing them, hey, even though we, no one wants to be here right now, we're all in this together. Um, the other thing I would say is kind of a part two to that. And my wife really started this and, and she took the lead here and I, and I caught on. I thought it was amazing. Was everyone you meet, ask them how they're doing. Literally just say, hey, how, how are you? How are things going? Um, how are you feeling? They will take a breath um, and they'll see like, wow, you actually care. And they'll answer you and they'll tell you the truth. They'll say, hey, you know, this sucks. We're exhausted. You should see the other side of the hospital. Um, they'll, some people will say, this is what I signed up for. Uh, it's still unfortunate, but we're in it. So um, really take some time to ask them how they are. Be as nice as you can. Everyone is stressed out. You're going to want to, you know, you're going to have that anxiety, that like weight on your shoulders, and it's going to be stressful. But try your best to, even when you get anxious or you get mad, just because of stress, to, to not take it out on the people that are really trying to help you. Because I will say that it's amazing to see what they're trying to do when literally the other end of the hospital you're probably at is is like a war zone it's just chaos and they some will tell you that some will tell you it's crazy so if you're eager to get out um literally try to learn every single thing you need to and ask every question you need to in that limited window of time you have and, you know when our first daughter was born i think we spent two nights there um this was literally Baby was born at, at basically 8.17 Monday morning. We were out by 10 a.m. the next day. So everything from changing diapers again, swaddling, the first bath, burping, bottle feeding, everything that like we kind of forgot or haven't had to think about in a long time that, that came back to us really quickly, we were like sponges. We were asking questions. Hey, what about this? There, oh, there's a lot of fluid. Seems they're spitting up a lot. Ask all that stuff. Learn as quickly as possible get out of the hospital as quickly as you can and go home. And when you go home, your doctors are going to tell you this. Go home and don't see anybody. Just stay home. That's it. Those are my tips. We we tried our best to, to do them. Uh, some of them we did on the fly. Some of them we, we planned ahead on, like the food and the preparation, all that kind of stuff. But if I miss anything or there, you have ideas, feel free to reach out to me. You can either DM me, leave a comment, or uh, reach out. Um, having a baby right now is crazy. It's surreal. The hospital is eerie. Um, but it's still one of the most amazing things that can happen to you. And, and a time where we'll look back on the beginning of 2020 as just crisis, both both health, economic, um, relationships. Everyone is just home and isolated. Uh, my wife and I can look back and say that we had our, our second daughter, uh, our girl, Valentina Ruth. Uh, she came into the world at a time that seemed the darkest and, and brought some light to our family.